again. You're working out how to start. Yep. Well, let's start with a song. We're just a couple of happy hating bastards. We're going to read out emails from our listeners because it's Compact Dicks. Yes, it's Compact Dicks. And now we have started the podcast. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, we'll start like that. Did you just do that off the cuff? James, it'd be a lot, lot sadder if I'd written that before. <laughs> I love how you. I was struggling to start, and you were like, "Let's start with a song," and just went straight in. I'm like a, a modern day battle rapper, but in in sort of jaunty song. That's, That's it. What I'm you're going like for. one of these. Just waiting um, for the scene to like, catch up with me. You're like one of these sh- sea shanty trends. I've I've read that that's a thing, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> In which case, we swiftly move on. As Dan pointed out in his lovely song, this is Compact Dicks, listeners. You have gotten in touch, uh, and you can get in touch, dickspod.com slash contact, with your choices for the desert island. Obviously, every week, uh, Dan records a lovely episode with a just as lovely guest who make their choices, but this is your opportunity to vent on a weekly basis, and Dan and I will read them out back to you to listen to your choices back, but read by other people. Yeah, it's not just social media where you get to chime in on everything. It's podcast now as well. So here you go. And, uh, you know, we've, we've got a bag of dicks. We're going to stick our hand in, pull one out and just wave it around. Yeah. All right. Shall I wave it around stick first? Stick it in your ears. Yeah, wave one. <laughs> OK, great. Uh, Dan, I've got this in from Alex. Hi, Alex. A- Alex said, in terms of people, I would hate to be stuck on a desert island with the person who bullied me at primary school. Yeah. Fair play. Done. Right. Fuck you, bully from primary school. Done. Nigel Farage, as he is utterly despicable. I think that's Mm -hmm. a solid choice. And Jenna Collins, Mm. because her mannerisms would get on my nerves. I think a lot of things would get on my nerves about Gemma Collins. Um, Alex continues with, in terms of food and drink, drink would have to be Jack Daniels. I can't even have that come near me. I wonder what happened to him there. I think Jack Daniels is like, there's a real disconnect between the image and the taste. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's like, oh, Jack Daniels, I've got a Zippo lighter and a fucking motorbike. And it's it's (laughs) not good whiskey. Like, it's just, it's not a good drink. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've all seen Slash Mm. drinking it and Lemmy and whatever, but like... It's yes. not. It's not nice. It doesn't taste good. You know, Do Jack think? and Coke. Jack yeah. and Coke. Yeah. Fuck off. You've got, it's not nice. You've got. You've got your Jack Daniels T-shirt on number seven. Yeah, yeah. boy. There's um, also the. Um, you know, like that whole thing of like. So you know, it's got that image of like rock star stuff, hmm. like rock star attitude with it. But then they, you know, you get the adverts on the underground or like on public transport when they're t- trying to tie it into this sort of like old craft. It's like here in Lynchburg, Tennessee, we like <laughs> yeah. to do things yeah. a bit differently. Yeah. Old Jack Daniels used to believe in taking his time. That's yeah. why the brewery is operated by snails. Um, <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? And you just stand there reading it, but like, even our accountant is partial to a bit of the old sipping whiskey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we still use the same old buckets to carry the whiskey to and fro. It may take a little longer, but sure, that's just the way old Jack would have wanted. <laughs> I mean, uh, 
So we we I think we mentioned oh, briefly oh in the other. Oh my god, that is in, so good. That was very good. <laughs> well, yeah. in the other episode, we mentioned that our friend Brendan um, is joined up to help us with social media. And once yeah. me and Brendan got talking about these posters before a night out, and just couldn't stop talking about them like, all night <laughs> as we got worse for wear, just kept coming, just going back into that voice. Yeah, it's really good. Right, okay, so Jack Daniels is going to be his drink choice. Food, it would have to be pizza with pineapple on. Totally ruined. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan, but I don't mind it. Mm. It's okay. I'd choose anything else over it, though. Now, he goes on to say, my worst film would be How It Ends, which is never resolved. Nothing massively explained. It is terrible. I've never seen it, and I don't know what it is. I have no idea what that is. I'm sorry. Sorry. Fine. We move on. We trust you, and we're going to say it's a shit film. Yeah, done. The worst song would be the Bass Hunter Jingle Bells. I have never heard the Bass Hunter Jingle Bells, but but I can imagine what it would be like. Oh, my God, I bet bet it's it's like the musical equivalent of, like, a really knock-off energy drink. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that is really Like a Christmas-themed cheap energy drink, but in music form. Yeah, you know, like a can of Bolt that has 29p, like, printed on the can. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly that, yeah. Bass Hunter. Was there a thing about Bass Hunter where, like, there was, like, a leaked sex video and he had a massive penis? Oh, I, I don't, don't know. know. I really just specifically remember that, but I don't know. I don't know why. And Alex finishes off saying the biggest dick of all the animals would be dogs, mm. the kind that comes sniffing around when you're exercising. Quite specific. Mm. Their owner will say he is just being friendly. He won't hurt you. Of course, they'll say that it's their dog. The dog doesn't know me. <laughs> um, oh, Alex, looking that's at brilliant. Our- Desert Island Dick spreadsheet, dogs are second most picked animal mm. after cats. So there's yeah. a lot of hate out there. And I just I'm you know, I'm sure I've said this before, but like they depend on us to a level where like we're picking up their shit. So if humans didn't exist, <laughs> what was their fucking plan? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. how much of the world would be covered in shit right now? Because it they shit it out faster than it decomposes, right? So what was their game mm. plan as animals living on their own? I don't know. I don't they know. haven't got yeah. one, James, because they haven't thought it through. They've evolved to be sort of um, so dependent, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. It's, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that was very good choices, yeah. Alex. Thank yeah, you thank so you. much. Thorough. Okay, James, I've got one now here I would like to read you. This Ooh, is from Michelle. And Michelle says, hello, love the show very much. And it really brightens my day to focus my hate. And she's put a little smiley face, which is funny seeing a smiley face next to the word hate. But uh, thank you very much for that, Michelle. She goes on to say, I'd like to volunteer my most hated food and drink choices, please. They may have been done before, but I feel they're worth repeating because they're so very vile. Drink, cow's milk. Who first thought Mm. of sucking the juice out of another animal? It's a bit mm. weird, and I'm not talking about ethics. It's just weird. Imagine if someone decided to suckle a cat or a dog or even a pig. Drink pilk. It's creamy and fresh and hammy. Make excellent crusty rind on your rice pudding. No. <laughs> pilk. <laughs> creamy, uh, fresh and hammy is a horrendous tagline. 
Um, also, I'm sure at desert island temperatures and after a few days, trying to swallow down the congealed yellowing lumps will be fun. Oh, oh and this boy, Ian Minnie, at my lower school, used to try and kiss us all with an hours-old milk moustache. I think I may have associated milk-related trauma issues. I blame mm. Thatcher, so no. <laughs> That's grim. And, oh, uh, mate, I like that a lot. Yeah, I can't I can't put it any better than she's done there at all. Um, her food choice, she says, aubergine. It used to be considered poisonous when eaten raw. That's how good it tastes. And it's a member of the nightshade family. You know, those ones that make people all dead and so forth as they vomit <laughs> their own organs. <laughs> eaten raw, it's like chowing down on an old chamois leather imbued with pure bitter evil. And that's perhaps when it's at its best. Just preparing them to cook is a farcical performance of salting and peeling and madness that lasts for days. Or you just roll with it and end up with something the consistency of an old elastoplast lurking at the bottom of a murky swimming pool foot bath. The plasticky, bubonic purple, swollen, stretched skin that cannot be chewed, merely swallowed, to magically reappear undigested at a later date. Uh. Clinging to the putrid innards, something the consistency of a foamy medical dressing... (laughs) Yellowed and thick with oily ooze. And the taste? Oil at best. Nope. Thanks. Bye. Michelle, 39 and two-thirds, Bournemouth. Whoa, Michelle. That was really, really good. You know, like, there's there's a point at which sort of hate becomes so beautiful that it sort of goes full circle and, and beca- mm. you know, she was talking about hate making her happy at the beginning there. And I think that's such a good example of, like, you know, she's channeled it to make something creative and beautiful spring forth, and, and she's made the world a better place because of it, I think. I, I, I thought it was really good. I like how the listeners quite often bookend their hatred with really nice pleasantries to us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if I, if I bookend this, it's kind of like, right, I'm going to say something nice, enter the hate, right, I'm saying something nice, we're back out of hate, lovely stuff. It's the classic shit sandwich. Isn't it? it? You know, like it the managerial the technique. It's like, hi, how you doing? Oh, you've been doing this really well, but seriously, you need to fucking pull your socks up here. Anyway, great that thing that you said you did earlier as well. So see you later. And you go, I'm being a good boy. Wait a minute, hang on. Aubergine. You, do you know what? There has been an occasion where I've enjoyed an aubergine, but for the most part, I'd say she was right. You know, if you get like pickled aubergine, that's good. Or if you get mm. like um, aubergine in in a moussaka. Yeah, but I would follow her argument that it does kind of just taste like the oil. I think that I like it, but it's very easy to not do it right, and that's mm. a lot of the time. And I think if you don't give it a lot of time, it's just hard, and then it's not nice. You know what I mean? So, mm, I yeah, thought, yeah, I think very dense, spongy texture. Yeah, like if you add it to, you know, sometimes you're making food and you're like. I need to bolt this up a bit. Oh, I've got that aubergine, but it's too late. And then you're like, fucking hell, this is shit. Do you eat it too early because you're hungry or just wait another hour? I feel completely unsurprised that you you have an aubergine waiting that's unaccounted for in your fridge. (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly what I'd I'd expect you to have in your fridge. Yeah, yeah. Although I stopped buying them because I just never end up using them. Yes, that's why you have the lone aubergine. Do you still get your um, box of fruit and veg that arrives? Oh, I gave that up fucking years ago. It was just oh. too too rubbish. But James, if you think I'm the sort of person that has aubergines, you won't be surprised to find that here behind me, I have a bag of Jerusalem artichokes. 
have you? Yes. <laughs> They've gone now, but it's a, it's an audio medium, so it doesn't matter. I'll just pretend they they are behind me somewhere. Listeners, get in touch, dickspod.com slash contact or um, at dickspod on social media. Get in touch and let us know if you want Dan to reveal something from his <laughs> from his vegetable drawer <laughs> every week on the podcast. <laughs> I, for one, want it. I know I want it. i tell you what I've got. Sorry, we're not going to go into this for too long, but I actually have a fucking incredible thing to show you. Actually. Oh, show me, yeah. This is what I want more of. Okay. <laughs> this is such a big vegetable. I'm going to slide it into the screen, right, because we're on Zoom. I'm going to slide it into the screen, and you've got to tell me when you think it's going to stop. Uh, now? Okay, you said now. <laughs> it's filled the entire Oh, you're holding it in the middle. Dad, what the fuck is that? <laughs> It's called a moolie. (laughs) I need to take a picture. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dad, I've never seen that in my life. It's uh, <laughs> it's from it's called a moolie. Oh it's from the God. radish family, and uh, it's used to make the popular Asian dish radish cake. Oh, oh it's really got. <laughs> but me. it's fucking big, isn't it? I mean, that's like two foot long. Radish cake. Maybe you can tweet that at Desert Island Dicks or something. Yeah, at Dick's Pod. For the yeah, listeners. On there, yeah. um, Dan, that was at Dick's Pod, isn't it? That, that was wrong, that, yeah. That was, yeah. That was some of the best use of Zoom I've ever encountered. Well, you know, third lockdown. You know, you've got to keep it keep it fresh. <laughs> um, Probably not that great for, the, you know, everyone that isn't just me and you who's actually listening. But Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe our joy will rub off onto them. Um, <laughs> well, thank you very much, Michelle. I really yeah, enjoyed that. That was that. fantastic. And if you are not already um, a writer, then you should consider taking it up as a career path. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I, it's at this point in the podcast, and this is the way that I always set it up, is um, we go to my dad, John Deacon, who um, is our sort of resident historian on Desert Island X. And Dan, I'd like to inform the listeners that he has gone and got himself... A Twitter account. He's gone online. He's gone online. He actually had three followers. Hang on. One of them is us. One of them is my mum, and the other one is Brendan that does the podcast. The works Lovely. on the podcast with us. Well, Lovely. he's off to a good start. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. So you know, he follows Desert Island X, but he doesn't follow me personally. But I also don't follow him. So there we go. Maybe well, it's you know, that's probably, it's good to keep a bit of distance with these things. I think. So my dad is our sort of resident chief historian. You can now find him on Twitter at John J O H N M Deacon. Uh, or you could probably look on Dick's Pod Twitter, follow him. I'm sure he would absolutely love it. Um, and he's gotten in touch with us. So last week on the podcast, we threw out there for, for listeners to get in touch with their celebrity encounters. And he's chosen some for some previous dicks. And here they are. 
Hi James, hi Dan. Well, great episode this week, Dan, with the brilliant comedian Slim. And uh, if the listeners aren't familiar with his work, I strongly recommend checking him out online because he's great. Now, last week you asked the listeners to get in touch with their stories of encounters with celebrity dicks. And I've got a couple of recommendations from the archives involving Hollywood A-listers. Now, first up is uh, comedian and TV and radio celebrity Lucy Porter's episode. Now, Lucy's story involves Academy Award-winning film star Faye Dunaway. Now, Lucy goes on to explain that when she worked in TV production, she had the job of not only booking Ms Dunaway for a new TV chat show, but also had to uh, tend to the mega divas every request. And uh, goes on to say that she was a bloody nightmare. Now, my next choice is comedian, writer and broadcaster John Holmes's episode. Now, John tells the story of when he had to uh, go and interview for XFM none other than Hollywood legend Arnie Schwarzenegger. Now, he goes on to tell how his mate nicked Arnie's head from Madame Tussauds' skip and uh, left it on the underground. And also how he was so pissed off with Arnie's rudeness that when he aired the uh, interview, he made Arnie sound like a chipmunk. So that's uh, bloody hilarious. So my choices for this week are comedian TV and radio celebrity Lucy Porter's episode and comedian and writer and broadcaster John Holmes's episodes. So I uh, hope you enjoy. Cheers. Bye. So, as ever, some fine work there from oh, Mr. John Deacon. He's really outdone himself. Some excellent yeah. choices there. Um, the Lucy Porter one, that is overall a very, very good episode. But that story, um, if, if also if, you, you know, if you've ever been an intern or ever been that sort of uh, researcher or, like, the work experience person... You mm-hmm. will you will feel her pain in that situation. Absolutely. Oh my yeah. God! Right in the gut. And John Holmes, um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, story is is very very good. I've heard similar things like that before about him just being like just quite no nonsense and blunt as well, and just right, that yeah. kind of that kind of thing. Uh, thank you very much, Dad, for uh, for those submissions. Excellent as ever. Um, and so you know what's I- funny, James? I've met your dad several times at like you know at your wedding, your stag do, or family like you know oh, yeah. family functions and things. Yeah, and we've kind of you know chatted briefly in that way it's like it's nice to meet you but there's other people here that you know better and you end up talking to whereas now i feel like we've got this like whole relationship but without speaking you know so next time i see him it's just gonna be fucking brilliant we're gonna have loads of talks oh my god he'll ignore all of our all of my family and everyone else in the room and just talk to you the entire time i imagine Um, that'd be great and uh, um, at this rate dan you're going to be invited to his 60th birthday i'm I'm sure of it i'm there yeah i'm absolutely there Hey, uh, James, let's yeah. talk about some dicks now for some listeners. Have you got one? Yeah, so off the back of that, um, we asked for um, times that you had um, met celebrities, celebrity encounters, and then Dave from Bolton has gotten in touch, and he says, Hiya, dick lads. Mm, That's Dan and I. Huge fan, latecomer, but I binge listened to past episodes, and I'm bloody loving it. Yeah, oh, mate. Thank you very much. That. Thanks. This is really good. This is the book ending I'm talking about. The shit sandwich <laughs> cometh. After listening to the Glenn Moore episode, I feel I need to share my experience with Dominic. This is Dominic Cooper, the actor. 
Ah. Yes, and so Glenn Moore um, talks about him in his episode, another very good episode, well worth a listen, mm. um, as my dad usually says. And uh, Dave says, back in the early 90s, my mum and I moved to south-east London and I went to the same school as Dominic, where I stole his girlfriend. I didn't steal her per se, she dumped Dominic for me, an average-looking lad from the north, and she being very, very gorgeous. Dominic would then stalk us throughout our relationship, often crying when seeing me and his ex together. I'm feeling a bit bad for him now. By the cricket nets at the end of the playing field and passing notes to me, asking me to break up with her. Wow. I did break up with her, but not because of Dominic. It was mutual between she and I. So, yeah, I nicked Dominic Cooper's girlfriend at school and he cried. Oh. <laughs> then he goes on to say, food, mash and bake beans together. Fucking horrible. Love the show. <laughs> keep going. Keep a smiling, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what a roller coaster! It was getting all poignant. I was like, "Oh, I don't know how to feel about this." Oh, mash and beans. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Food, mash and beans together. Fucking horrible. Love the show. Keep going. Keep a smiling, Dave. That's so funny. Yeah, um, that's very good. I mean, very good. I mean, I'm not quite sure it was the celebrity encounter that we were looking for, but um, it's like go. a pre-celebrity encounter. Yeah, you know, someone who went on to be but, celebrity. But I also don't feel like Dominic Cooper was the dick in this situation either. So um, I don't. Think, I think he could have handled it with a bit more dignity. Yeah, to be fine. honest, couldn't we'll, he? Yeah, you know? we'll take that. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, sure. So now we're almost at the end of the podcast. But what we like mm. to do is because obviously you can get in touch about anything that we normally talk about. So people, dicks, food and drink that you hate, songs and films, or animals. But if you want to get involved and nothing really springs to mind, but you still want to have your say, I like to sort of suggest something you can get in touch about um, mm. for next week. And this week, I would like to suggest it's sort of advertising dicks. Mm. Okay. Now, there's okay. a lot to go on in the advertising world. Oh, but yeah. um, what inspired me is like two pieces of like, just like really stupid tagline writing. I mean, I work with advertising people in my day job and I could mm. fucking spend hours talking about how much I hate them. But <laughs> yeah. this is... Um, so, yeah, I've got a baby on the way, so we bought a new car seat. And, mm. uh, you know, it's a car seat for babies. And on the side of it, the, <laughs> it's got the brand name and then the tagline, um, the tagline, bring the kids. <laughs> and they've trademarked that. And it's like... Obviously, I'm going to bring the fucking kids. I've just bought your car seat. And it's a car seat for, like, up to six months old. Like, I'm not going to leave it. Where am I going to leave this child? And they thought that was such a good tagline. They've trademarked it. Oh, I've got it. Bring the kids. Yeah, because they will be bringing the kids. That's good. Let's trademark that. (laughs) Fucking idiots. And then um, we've got a travel cot, right? And the travel cot uh, is... Like it's annoying because firstly the company's Phil and Ted, which so obviously like you know, just, just stop. It's not your franchise. It's not your world. Fuck yeah. off. Right. Yeah. You can't just totally. name yourself after Bill and Ted. And their tagline is adapt and survive. Like it's not fucking <laughs> Vietnam, mate. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not like fashioning weapons out of bamboo. Yeah. It's not, I'm not fighting the predator here. It's not like it's a travel cot for a child. Like adapt yeah. and survive. 
fuck is off. that the tagline for a Bear Grylls um, DVD series or whatever? Yeah, and we know how our listeners feel about Bear Grylls. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Occupying very firmly, occupying the number one slot also, of most it's like person ever. Adapt and survive. It's like, like my family aren't going to die if I don't buy this travel cot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're going to survive like, some other I way. Have, obviously, with fatherhood, we've all got to adapt. Somehow, I'm just about surviving. But, like, <laughs> yeah. fucking, oh, this travel cut, adapt and survive. Mm. It's like, I'm only going to buy this as a man if you make it feel like I've got okay. war paint on. Yes, yeah, you know? right, right. Uh, That's but, the angle, yeah. You know, but, like, anything that just annoys you in advertising, and, you know, the people that sort of... So mine is, like, the people that came up with those taglines this mm. week. So anything like that, or, you know, be, stuff you that know. you've seen that annoys you, or... Yeah, it could be the Jolly Green Giant, or it could be, uh, yeah. you know, Tony the Tiger for some reason. But yeah. any advertising um, dicks. Yeah, or just, like, you know, the person that decided to put on all food, great for sharing. I mean, all food is great for sharing. Yeah. You, know, you see it on a packet of ham. It's like, ideal for sharing. You know, yeah. I know that's what food is. It's good yeah. for sharing. We need I, it to live. Also, it's like one of those things where it's got like um, something really annoying. Like it'll be like a uh, one of those sharing bags of crisps, right? And it will mm. say, and it will have the details at the bottom. It will say what the contents are, like salt and fat and stuff. And it'll be like one-seventh of the packet and you're like who's fucking eating one-seventh of the packet and now I have to work do you know what I mean why would you do that Uh, yeah anyway yeah or rather dicks yes okay so send those in sorry go yeah sorry so yeah get in touch with those at dickspod on twitter and instagram or dickspod.com slash contact did I get that right yes yeah absolutely smashed it um cool so Bye. Yeah, bye. (laughs) Most sexual assaults go unreported. At Sarnco, we believe empower and advocate for all survivors if you or someone you know has been sexually assaulted and needs support call 844-644-6435 844-644-6435 at sarnco we're here for you